Wonderful, majestic world around us. It's time for Dear Science. Thanks to MOTAT, the museum inspiring the innovators of tomorrow. Kia ora, Joel. Kia ora. <laughs> and a very happy birthday for recently. Uh, same to you, actually. <laughs> Thank you. How's it feel? It feels um, birthday-y. Yeah, good fun. What, mm. what does that mean? <laughs> a lot of partying. It was the 21st. <laughs> Ooh. Did you get a lot of sleep? Uh, I hope it's not coming across in my voice. <laughs> a little bit husky out here today. But what sciencey, sciencey things have we got? Well, we do actually have a little bit of a, a study about sleep <gasps> itself. Oh, no. Yes. So this... <laughs> could be directed directly towards you specifically <laughs> this morning. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. Right. So. So, it has to do with light and how that impacts your performance the next day. So, light during sleep because us humans were very sensitive to this thing called light. Oh yeah. Very sensitive. Very sensitive. <laughs> Especially on the morning. <laughs> <laughs> on the morning after a 21st that light is just uh, yeah so anyway so this is about the effectiveness of sleep masks sleep masks which will block out light while you're sleeping and it turns out in this study they mm -hmm. found that people that wore the sleep masks actually had better performance in memory tasks and as well as reaction time the following day that sounds, oh, so they're good. If you're into, you know, quick reaction times and remembering things, then yes. I, I could be keen to remember things. Um, so they are effective in blocking out light, but what if you roll around in your sleep and it comes off? Then you would um, not be able to participate in this study. <laughs> There were a couple people that had technical malfunctions and therefore had to be dropped from the study. But what they did is they had uh, the control group wear the same mask, but just with the eye holes punched out. I so, love that. So it was controlled for the uncomfortableness uh, of wearing a mask while sleeping. Oh, so that right. didn't. So that was not a factor that impacted the performance that they measured the next day. Could you just get some really good curtains? Like some excellent curtains? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is bad because I sleep with neither sleep mask nor curtains. No curtains. How do you do that? How do you function? <laughs> By sheer willpower. Wait, wait, you said you actually have zero curtains completely? No, I do have curtains. I just don't shut them. Because <laughs> I want my memory really, to be bad. <laughs> you don't want to remember what happened. Well, I'll do it tonight. Um, so, the control, I like that. The control of the uncomfortableness of wearing a sleep mask. Yes. Hmm. So, personally, I think I might look into at least some blackout curtains mm. because, ugh. You never have to wake up. You're going to no, miss all your morning meetings, night all but it's day. worth it. Night just never stops. Yeah. I thought it was only blue light that affected sleep, but is it just all the light? It appears to be all the light, which includes blue light, of course. Yeah, yeah, because I've, I've read that you have to get off your screens, what is it, half an hour before? 
there's there's a lot of light out there and a lot of studies looking into light. <laughs> but we'll just focus on the one today that is that sleep masks, they, what they found, interestingly, it might not perf- um, improve your sleep quality, but just blocking out that light itself was able to make a measurable difference. Do we know why this is? Humans are very, very reactive to light. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's, that, that's why some people are hypothesizing, you know, when there's a full moon, there's more light, mm. which might potentially impact your sleep as well. That's so true. I mean, whenever I have to wake up, I always look at something blue. It works. Blue. It does. If I ever have to read the breakfast news, <laughs> blue lights on in the studio. Blue lights. Yeah. No, very interesting. So, speaking of the night sky. <laughs> <laughs> Good transition. <laughs> yeah, I try my best. Um, galactic discoveries. Yes, the old <gasps> James Webb Telescope. Mm. Oh, how we love it. It keeps doing stuff. It just What's keeps it going. What's it done this time, Joel? Well, it looked at some galaxies far, <laughs> far, far away. In, so in a I, galaxy far, far away? Star Wars? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what did it find out? Um, unfortunately, nothing related to uh, the, any Jedi or oh. Death Stars. Um, but luckily, they already made a good documentary about that, so mm. we don't actually need the James Webb That's in so that true. instance, right? Don't need it at all. <laughs> but what they found <laughs> is that early galaxies, and we're talking less than a billion years after the Big Bang. Okay, a billion years—that seems like a lot of years. That's a lot of years. But I mean, we've been around. The universe has been around for like 14 billion years, so. What they found is that in the 500 to 700 million years after the Big Bang, there were galaxies that were way bigger than they were expecting. They were not expecting galaxies to form this big, this quickly. They thought, you know, maybe there might be some small galaxies going around, but no, they're huge. And they don't know why. No, they don't know why. No, like 100 billion times bigger than the sun. (gasps) That's insane. And they've only just discovered this with the use of the James Webb Telescope. The James Webb Telescope. So as we recalled, this is one of the, the biggest scientific breakthroughs from 2022 where they're actually able to deploy this and they could use infrared imaging to basically see deeper into the universe than they mm. ever have before. And yeah. it's already paying off with these big groundbreaking results that is challenging how we thought the universe was first creating galaxies, how it even worked because there now we don't know it's 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 confusing because there were these red stars that they saw in these galaxies so red stars we just think of as colors blue ones would be considered young but as they age they Mm. get more and more red so Mm. the sun is gonna eventually be a red giant in like five billion years from now that's so crazy so the sun will our sun that we love so dearly (laughs) No more light. Is eventually. We'll yeah. finally get some good sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we finally will. So why did we not think the galaxies could be that big? We, well. Didn't at, know. In, in the early universe, we thought everything was light elements like mm. hydrogen, helium. 
instead of having um, basically when you have these supernovas of stars that's when you're starting to create the heavier elements mm. and so having this size this early is crazy having these red stars which we thought might take billions of years to form are already in this galaxy within about 600 million years and it's it's crazy it, we don't know why and it could change fundamentally how we think um, that you the galaxies were originally created that's just beautiful. Thank you, James, James Webb. <laughs> That's the best telescope out there, eh? It is. <laughs> and from not knowing to knowing. <laughs> Excellent transition. Wow, you're on it. Um, you must have got some sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> How to increase math performance. Math performance, yes. This is, of course, sleep would be one of them. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, Getting away from those early morning classes. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> 8 a.m. lectures. <laughs> but that is not what the study was. What they were trying to do is to increase mass and school performance of high school students. Right. And so there was two recent studies that came out on this. And the idea is that they're looking at lower economic um, areas uh, in the associated high schools. So one study looked at basically how teachers can impact mass learning. And so there's this Western thought that math is about talent. Either you're good at math or you're not. Mm -hmm. Whereas maybe mm -hmm. in um, Eastern cultures, it'd be if you work hard, you can be good at math no matter what. So with this Western thought in mind where it's just all about talent, that can lead to biases in like gender or racial factors where a teacher may have certain um, preferences that they're not aware of. And what they found out in this study is that when a teacher approaches math in an equitable fashion, as more of this, this Eastern thought where everyone is good at math if they work hard enough, mm. that there actually does correlate to better performance. Right. Oh my gosh, it's so interesting. So you gotta work hard. Everybody is good at math, you just have to work hard. Yeah, because mm. I remember being quite bad at it. And then I got a B in calculus. Wow. <laughs> I feel like I was pretty good or okay at maths. I could do it. I just needed it explained to me. And when you have those teachers who don't, you know, like, who just expect you to get it, you're not going to mm. get it. No. Yeah, especially if there's some sort of uh, internal bias where it's like, oh, well, they're just never going to get it because they don't have the quote-unquote talent right right mm -hmm. that's not the most equitable way to approach that so they've done studies that have shown this right yes that teachers just need to put it all aside right <laughs> um but this other study uh, also looked at the impact of having personal tutors so they would bring oh outside people in addition to teachers in areas that were um people were struggling with maths because that's the basis for a lot of STEM and you know future careers. And what they found is that there was significant improvement when they brought in external tutors to give like one-on-one -on -one sessions for an hour a day. And their grades uh, increased by almost a full letter grade just from this. And the cost to benefit ratio was, an, was like super worth it. It was like on par with early childhood education. So this study basically says that we can improve mass performance in high school students 
but we need to put in the resources to do so because what we get out of it is of huge benefit. So tutors plus good teachers equals good at math. Good at math. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much, Joel. It was my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and happiest of happy birthdays. Yes, party on. Party on. Party on. I hope everyone gets great sleep without any light. Yes. No, <laughs> I will be blocking that. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Well, I didn't know that before. Dear Science, thanks to MOTAT, the museum inspiring the innovators of tomorrow.